0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World
1: Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Happy
0: Halloween, everybody. Yeah, it's uh, it's Halloween. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love me some Halloween. I do. And you know what? I think, I think because uh, this show kind of leans into comedy to make a point... We'll just go ahead and play a uh, Halloween classic, actually, from Jim Gossett. How does that sound? Just to start things off, because we have a really corrupt president and a media that's equally corrupt that won't cover the most corrupt president in history.
2: I needed a favor. I cannot lie. Come he on. He said, call Joe Biden. He's oh. the big guy. What would it take to plant the seed? Hunter said, Boris, here's
0: what you'll need. You need some cash. You'll need some monster cash. A some monster, monster cash. A big one. You should try. You need some cash.
2: You'll get results in a cash. You need some <laughs> cash. You need some monster cash.
1: China paid <laughs> Hunter and Sleepy Joe.
3: Bobolinsky
1: told us what we Back need up. to know. Their obvious crimes are as clear as day.
0: The Biden White House is pay to play. Some monster cash. Some monster, monster cash. cash.
2: Help Hunter build his style. You need, need some, some cash. cash to really make a splash. You, you
3: need some cash.
2: Give him some monster cash. Mr. Mr. You left out the most important part. The most important party goal is <laughs> before small denominations and unmarked bills. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, make
0: sure to run it through 22 of these uh, these uh, little shelter companies that you got, these LLCs that you have, and then of course, uh, uh, move it around to different relatives. I want to know what Joe Biden's granddaughter did for the millions of dollars that were deposited into her bank account, or or maybe they were just all spending money from the granddaughter's checking account after Grampy gave that account millions of dollars. That's probably... Yeah, they call that money laundering. So anyway, happy Halloween, everybody. I hope that uh, you have a glorious Halloween. Maybe you'll have a lot of trick-or-treaters in your neighborhood. We probably won't. Halloween candy, stupid, expensive. A lot of kids are going to be getting Smarties and Dum-Dums and Tootsie Rolls. Nothing against those candies, but I mean, in the grand scheme of candy, not really that good. I mean... (laughs) If you, listen, if you go to the bank and you get a dumb dumb sucker every time you do anything at the bank, or when you get your hair cut, you get a dumb dumb sucker every, every single time, it's not the best candy in the world. It's not the the best candy in the world. So we're going to get into... uh, Oh, uh, Joe Biden, the uh, National Archives had 82,000 pages of uh, Joe Biden's pseudonym emails when he used the the different names, J.R.B. Ware, Robin Ware. I think he was Robin Masters. uh, He said that he lived in a a mansion in Hawaii that Barack Obama bought, tore down, and built another mansion on by the seashore. Or Charlie. I think he went by Charlie where he just spoke through a, a speech. Speaker, and there were three women in the other room who were his angels. But anyway, that's coming up on the, uh, on the show. 82,000 pages of uh, Joe Biden using pseudonym emails. That'll be coming up. Also, there's this. Uh, Americans' children are throwing a temper tantrum. When I talk about children, I'm talking about the radical left. Protesters calling Anthony Blinken a murderer and demanding a ceasefire in Gaza derailed a hearing. Demonstrators hauled out, and, and they put up hands covered in blood in chaos in Congress. I'm thinking it's about time for a, a beatdown. How about you? Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, we, uh, we need to not let 2020 happen again. And, uh, and that means uh, stopping this nonsense before it can start. Honestly protesters drink drenched in fake blood caused chaos in congress on tuesday by interrupting anthony blinking's testimony on israel demanding a ceasefire in gaza calling for the u.s to stop genocide it's not genocide it's war it's war they started one we gotta finish it that's how it happens so his comments were uh, cut off multiple times by members of the audience waving signs, calling for an end to the siege of Gaza. And I have something to say <clears throat> to the Palestinians and uh, the people who are supporting the Palestinians and, and uh, Hamas uh, after they slaughtered uh, innocent Israelis, uh, 1,500 of them. They got uh, 30 Americans slaughtered uh raped murdered burned Americans at least 10 Americans being held hostage and the whole deal and and to those who want a ceasefire I would like to use a a soundbite from the movie liar liar with Jim Gary and Jim Gary was a lawyer in that uh, in that movie and he had a troublesome client who kept breaking the law just kept repeating the same mistakes every single time and uh, and finally, uh, Jim Carrey gets a, his personal assistant and says, "Hey, man, your client that keeps doing stupid crap has just some more has just done some more stupid crap." And here's what I'd like to say to those who support Hamas and and the uh, the retaliation, the the uh, murder, I should say, the murder of Jews. Listen,
2: boss, oh, it's skull. He knocked over another ATM this time at night point. He needs your legal advice. Stop breaking the law. Oh!
0: There you go. Stop uh, murdering Jews, a-hole. How about that? How about just live in peace? How about you got some great beachfront property or some of the most beautiful beachfront property you could ever imagine? Right there, and you choose to make it into a living hell for the people who live there while you live in rat's nests underneath and enrich yourselves. It's, uh, there you go. Here you go. Just say it again. Here's the advice boss, boss, it's Skull.
2: He knocked over another ATM. This time at night point, he needs your legal advice. Stop breaking the law!
0: Oh! There you go. That's what you need to tell Hamas. Stop killing Jews, a hole. That's what you got to do. And to the uh, children on our uh, campuses, uh, I would like to say as I said during the summer of 2020, where uh, there was endorsement of uh, the children in college classrooms, and I call them children because they are, and uh, uh, unless you act like an adult, then I might consider you an adult, but if you act like a child like this, you're just a big baby in college, all right? You're just a big fat baby in college. So I wanna say to those kids, uh, you're in a position to demand nothing. You have done nothing in your life to demand a damned thing. Chances are someone else is paying for your college, or you're getting a big fat loan from the federal government. You have no life experience whatsoever. You have no experience as a productive citizen, uh, by and large, as far as being a a taxpayer. Your entire life, you have been uh, in class to learn to become a responsible adult, and you've chosen to go down the other path. So what I'd like to say to those kids who are demanding all sorts of stuff, including Israel, stop their uh, war... Because uh, Hamas is getting its rear end handed to it. I want to say to those kids what I said during the summer of 2020 get your asses to your classes. There you go. And I don't like to use a lot of terse language. I apologize. Sometimes the best words just happen to be a little, get a little bit of edge on them. Okay? So I say to those students uh, get your asses to your classes. Because honestly, you're not in a position to demand a damn thing. There you go. Benjamin Netanyahu. Here's what he said yesterday about the uh, the attack on Israeli civilians, all right? Israeli civilians. And he has the perfect response. I thought about this yesterday. Uh, listen to
3: what Bibi Netanyahu has to say. The horrors that Hamas perpetrated on October seventh remind us that we will not realize the promise of a better future unless we, the civilized world, yeah. are willing to fight the barbarians. Yeah, because yeah. the barbarians are willing to fight us. And their goal is clear, shatter that promising future. That's right. Destroy all that we cherish, and usher in a world of fear and darkness. Uh-huh. Every civilized nation should stand with Israel in demanding that these hostages be freed immediately. And freed unconditionally. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9/11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war.
0: There you go. This is a time for war. What is it good for? Well, kicking Hamas's butt. How about that? There is a time for it. They started it. They murdered innocents in a barbaric fashion. Something that we haven't seen in our lifetimes. Even Nazi Germany, to be honest. The uh, Jews were treated inhumanely, they were rounded up, they were murdered, but what happened on October the 7th, which is 9-11, to Israel, was an act that needs to be, uh, the world needs to be reminded of it every damned day until Hamas is erased from the earth. And, And I will also say, I think it's about time to wipe radical Islam off the face of the earth. The Democrat Party and Jimmy Carter ushered in radical Islam into Iran. Back in 1978, they took hostages in Iran, and radical Islam has been slaughtering Americans ever since. So I say it's about time to, uh, to uh, maybe just draw the line and say, let's go. Maybe we need to drop some big old bunker busters in there. And maybe we need to waylay the uh, seats of power in Iran. I'm not afraid of Iran. America shouldn't be afraid of Iran. Iran has done so many injustices, so many things against Americans. So many lives have been lost because of Iran. Iran has been uh, doing a sucker punch war against the United States for 45 years. And I think I'm about done with it. Aren't you about done with it? What about you, Iraq veterans? What about you, Afghanistan veterans? You about tired of this? You about tired of your hands being tied when you're trying to defeat an enemy and then ultimately Joe Biden hands over billions of dollars in equipment and a glorious air base in Afghanistan after all of your blood and toil and loss? Are you getting a little tired of this? Because I'm getting tired of this. And we don't have to take it. We're the best and greatest country that has ever existed in the damned world. We don't owe anybody an apology. We have freed more people than any country in history. We have fought wars for others' behalf and left our prisoner, our, our, our veterans buried on their shores. And then we rebuilt their countries. We owe no one an apology. That's why I say 74% of us believe the country's heading in the wrong direction, so 74% of us can come together to save her. And I would, as I said yesterday, uh, pay attention to this gentleman in New York City. New York City, there was an Islamist, and he was tearing down pictures of, uh, of a kidnapped. American Jews being held uh, in uh, in Gaza right now, and like so many on college campuses, uh, these uh, leftists, these uh, it radical Islamists, are never challenged. Challenged when they do that on campus, whether it be a conservative speaker flyer or or a picture of somebody who'd been kidnapped by a terrorist organization. And one New Yorker said, "You know what? You touch that again, and I'm going to drop you." No, is not you not Jewish? Jewish. He's, he's not, Jewish. not Jewish. I don't uh, know if he is not I, 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 I'm, f- I'm matter. This Did is in the U.S. This is New York City. You don't have a f***ing right to touch that sh-. This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say yeah. death to the Jews. Dude, or a- you know what? He got him to stop uh, dropping those signs without even throwing a punch. That's what I mean. doesn't have to be violent. All it's got to be is enough is enough. America, whenever you want. But we can put a f***ing sign. Don't, okay? Not we, then don't rip that no, down. Rip you are doing something. You're offending us, mother- that's yeah you are when you yeah. throw that on the floor no, you're literally in the city I didn't, I didn't. in a minute i'm going to litter the floor with you boom you proof? so move the gun you have proof so they're so not getting up no Don't so shut you. the up don't I break? know that's what you want. No, i don't don't die, die, die in a Put you in the hospital. Come on, you piece Come of on. F- yeah, You know what? And the, and the thing is, the left—they're cowards. They always attack uh, people on the right, like they did on uh, when uh, when Donald Trump accepted the nomination, and people like Dan Bongino and others got physically threatened in D.C. They always uh, surround one person, and they and they are cowards. They attack people like Andy No as cowards. We're better equipped intellectually and physically. We don't have to take this anymore. I'm not saying violence, but say no and make it very loud and clear that that ain't acceptable here anymore. There you go. We're the adults. We're in charge. How about that? I've got a lot of audio coming up. I'd love to hear your phone calls. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I think I need some nudge today. Here is what uh, Bibi Netanyahu says about people who are screaming, you got to stop attacking Hamas. I know they murdered 1,400 Jews, but you need to
3: stop. Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war. There you go.
0: You know, that uh, that uh, biblical expression, a time for love, a time for love. Well, you know, sometimes evil needs to have its uh, rear end handed to it. Let's go to Craig in New Mexico. Hello, Craig. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's Hello. on your mind today?
1: How the heck are you, partner? I- I'm good, buddy. What's up? Well, happy Halloween. And yes. uh, for my bona fide days. I'm a retired Army officer, and uh, I've served in three different wars. I've fought uh, Islamic soldiers both in the Balkan Peninsula as well as in the Middle East. And what people don't understand is the cultural differences. Now, the left constantly decries cultural differences. Multiculturalism is a banner within that movement. So if you're going to embrace multiculturalism, you have to embrace what that culture decries in itself, that is, other cultures. Mm -hmm. And when you have a theocratic culture, which is what Islam is, so their government is not separated from the Church, as ours is, then you have to read the Quran. You need to go read the Quran. You need to read 98.6, which says that those who reject Islam are the vilest of creatures. You need to read things like uh, 47.4, that says, anyone who insults or even opposes Muhammad or his people deserves a humiliating death by beheading, if possible, in accordance with Allah's command to smite the necks of the unbelievers. You have to so here the, here's the deal. We've got two different cultures, right? You've got the culture of the cultured left that is protected, embraced, um, and they are given a ride through college and they are brainwashed. They are given all kinds of false information and half truths by professors. And so they go out with their cards, their placards, their flags. And they become anti-Semites. Now, you know, you want to try to produce generations of critical thinkers. And we have failed at that over the last three generations, starting with the millennials.
0: Instead, Craig, 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 listen, 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 Craig. Okay. Now, yes, I, I've, yes. I've been accused of interrupting my callers in an angry fashion. Not the case. I don't know if you hear me or not. Sometimes when I try to ask a question, uh, yes, you sir. don't hear me. So you can hear me. I need to make a point here. Yes, sir. Didn't we, didn't we have this discussion in 2001?
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you. See, some of yes. us have been on the planet long enough to know that. You fought because of what happened in 2001.
1: And, and, here Joe, we are, Biden. We, and Joe Biden made that all... Worth
0: spit. Yeah, he did. He screwed you. He screwed everybody. He screwed every Gold Star family. He screwed every person who came home uh, physically or emotionally damaged for the rest of their lives by pulling out of Afghanistan unceremoniously and literally making the Taliban, the terrorists, more powerful than they were before September the 7th. And Craig, if you see what's happened in American campuses, look what's happened. In the name of tolerance, because we didn't want to overreact to radical Islam killing 3,000 of our people. And we overcorrected and allowed anti Semitism to uh, rise all over the country. Go ahead.
1: In America, intolerance will not be tolerated. <laughs> I mean, think of yeah. it it's insanity yeah. and to try to speak to some of these younger folks because I try to engage them. I go to the campuses, and I used to be a professor. And I left because I told the chair, the department chair, I said, "You're wanting me to indoctrinate, not educate, and that's not my job." You know, I Craig, challenge my students. Please challenge, Craig. challenge others.
0: Yeah, the, the problem is um, we have uh, accepted that our children will go off to college and come back as radical Marxist leftists. We've accepted that like it's, uh, it's a punchline, but it's nonsense. Uh, and it's time that America stops sending their kids to brainwash factories. And it's time for alumni to say, screw you, I'm not sending you any money. It's time to make these universities hurt, hurt like the rest of us, have hurt financially the last few years. Craig, I appreciate the phone call. Let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Today's podcast sponsored by NutraSense. That was the sound of a Nutrisense biosensor. It's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, and even your sleep. With Nutrisense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and Nutrisense does the rest. Nutrisense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions. Plus, they give you a personalized nutrition plan so you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how your food, exercise, and lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with a real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. It is a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life. You can get all of this today. NutraSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit nutrasensecom slash Carson. Use code Carson to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you learned about NutriSense on the Rob Carson podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash Carson to save 30% off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. is not an EV and it never will be because they're for posers. Yeah. New report from Newsmax today shows that all told, when you look at all of the expenses involved in buying a, uh, an EV, your gas is going to cost you $17 a gallon. Yeah. And there's a good chance your, your car is being charged by a coal-fired plant, which is like putting a middleman in the middle of everything. Yeah, you're driving a, an EV, which nobody's buying anymore because they're terrible. So we'll get to uh, that a little bit later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, I mean, listen, I understand you got sold a bill of goods. And they, listen, if you're driving to Whole Foods, you're going to get your arugula and your tabbouleh and your uh, Amy's Organic Pizza or whatever the hell it is. Uh, that's fine. But uh, if you want to put drywall in the back of your pickup, you better, better get a diesel. Better get an F-350. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is AOC. She's an ignorant child. And, uh, and you see, right now the world is facing a lot of things that uh, the adults need to uh, be in charge of. And if you say stupid stuff like this, then it should disqualify you from even entering the discussion about war
2: and uh, and that is absolutely you know the the numbers and the estimates I believe are in the thousands but war crimes do not justify war crimes
0: okay now so she's saying that uh, the war crime of Hamas murdering uh, 1,500 Jews and injuring thousands and slaughtering and murdering—I've got a story later in the show from Rob Schmidt last night. Uh, it was—it's the worst thing you've ever heard, but it all happened. And and here, this idiot is saying that uh, Israel's response in itself is a war crime. It is not. It's war. It's war. And you're an ignorant child for bringing that up. So this is a convenient bumper sticker. Uh, war crimes do not do not to justify war crimes. Shut up. No, it's war. You started it with an inhumane war crime, and we're responding with war. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. Michael Savage, uh, you know, nationally syndicated talk show host, who made his radio return on this show a while back, As a big fan of the TV show. He's also uh, a Jew with a very good understanding of history. The uh, new Nazis. He was on the Rob Schmidt show last night on Newsmax.
1: The uh, new Nazis of our time, which is Hamas, which is a new form of ISIS. If we recall what they did, when ISIS took over large swaths of Iraq, remember they were knocking down archaeological sites that have been there for a thousand years to deny that there had been any other civilizations in the area other than islam and muslims so they started to destroy it's really
0: weird because uh you know the left is tearing down statues and erasing history all over the country yeah i mean even the founding fathers right
1: tearing down statues just like they do over there cultural icons in the middle east people were shocked well, guess what, folks? The Palestinians have been destroying the archaeological sites in Israel as well. Yeah. So they can deny the Jewish presence going back to 1900 B.C. Yeah, they
0: want to erase our history as well, unless it involves their politically correct nonsense. Yeah. The same tactics I told you. BLM is hamas (laughs) they really are if you look at the comparisons they live in riches they buy mansions with the money and don't help out people same thing same modus operandi use them as martyrs except for with hamas they're voluntary remarkable cornell university police patrols are boosted after anti-semites threatened to rape and kill jewish students cornell university needs to be cordoned off and shut down i'm not kidding New York Governor Kathy Hochul has ordered uh, state police to boost patrols of college campuses after a series of horrifying threats were posted to an uh, unofficial Cornell University messaging board. Hochul met with Jewish leaders at the upstate Ivy League College on Monday after they were violently threatened at the weekend uh, by anti-Semites who encouraged others to, among other things, slit their throats. Cornell students told to avoid the kosher dining hall. Jewish students reportedly afraid to leave their rooms. Jews at Cornell put on lockdown after threats against them. Jewish students at Cornell have been put on partial lockdown after hateful messages were posted on the college's uh, discussion forum. Glory to Hamas. Uh, From the river river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Allahu Akbar. Uh, Glory to liberation by any means necessary. Montauk health food store and beach food trucks defaced with swastikas and German graffiti in the lady, latest anti-Semitic attack in New York. Sounds a lot like Kristallnacht, doesn't it? Health food store and beach food trucks in the Trinity town of Montauk were defaced with swastikas last night in the latest instance of Semitism to hit New York and its trendy enclaves since the Hamas attack on Israel October the 7th. Pro-Gaza activists hurled dozens of live mice painted in Palestinian flag colors in Birmingham, England, in a McDonald's, causing customers to leave screaming. So they walked in with hundreds of mice painted in pro-Palestinian colors and released them. Uh, They posted it on social media, and the clip said, enjoy your rat burgers, Uh, and uh, there you go. One-man uh, protest is part of wider calls of, uh, to boycott McDonald's who have offered free meals to IDF soldiers along with Starbucks and Disney for allegedly favoring Israel during the ongoing conflict. You better put a, a gold Star of David on their, on their business windows. Oh, let's see, what else? Oh, 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 oh. Here you here go. This is interesting. Uh, this is uh, Cornell professor Russell Rickford. you recall him a couple weeks ago on uh, just literally days after October the 7th. He said that uh, that Hamas, uh, uh, he was exhilarated by the murder of Jews. But you probably haven't heard the whole speech. I'm going to play a little bit of it because he says he misspoke. Oh, no, no, not at all. But listen. Hamas done? Hamas has shifted the balance of
1: power. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hamas just shifted the balance balance of power. Hamas has punctured the illusion of invincibility. Yeah.
3: Hamas has punctured the illusion of invincibility.
2: Yeah. That's what they've done. Yeah. You don't have to be a Hamas supporter to
0: recognize it. You don't have to be a Hamas supporter to recognize it.
2: Hamas has changed the terms of
0: debate. Yep. Hamas has changed the terms of debate. They also started a war and God willing Israel will Bob them to hell. This is uh, journalist Ami Horowitz, uh, and he went to Columbia University, and uh, and interviewed students, and uh, and he appeared last night with Rob Schmidt on Newsmax. So I want you to listen to the reaction. Now, all of you who think, oh, this isn't pro Hamas, this this is just pro—I mean, this is pro Palestine. They don't want to wipe the Jews off the face of the planet. Oh no, they do.
2: These are people who are in this statement. They are lauding, supporting the barbarity, the atrocities that went on. We're not talking about the killing of 1,400 soldiers, okay, bad enough in a sneak attack. We're talking about the slaughter of civilians and babies, children, the, the Holocaust survivors burned alive. I don't want to go to the graphic details, Rob. And I, look, I want- They murdered Holocaust
0: survivors who waited 80 years, lived their lives for 80 years, saying, never forget and they experience the same death they would have experienced at a death camp
2: I want to point out that, in, and people have told me this all the time, well, well they have, they're Palestinian; they're supporting the Palestinians, supporting Gaza look, Rob, I've been to these rallies not just recently but over the years mm-hmm. and even this, I've asked every, even after these atrocities Rob, I always ask them, do you condemn Hamas, okay I get that you're standing with Gaza, right, I get that perspective from your end but at least you can condemn the atrocities this is not hyperbole. I have yet to find a single, Rob, no. one person that will condemn Hamas and then say, Yet, you know, I stand with Gaza. That's not the situation they have here. In fact, if you listen to the words they say, there's a chant they say in every single one of these rallies for years. And Rob, it's from the river to the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Palestine will be free.
0: That is the same as carrying a Nazi flag. I don't like to get this serious, but we're in a serious situation, and I'm here to defend my brothers and sisters in Israel because that foe bombing of the hospital, they already had a trigger ready. They made that incident, which was a lie, into the trigger to start a worldwide war against Israel and the Jewish people. So I say, uh, let's go. Let's go. More than 100 Columbia University professors signed a letter in defense of students seeking to recontextualize the Hamas attacks on October 7th, called on administrators to protect them from disturbing disturbing reverberations on campus. The letter published on Monday claims that students are looking at the ambush within the larger framework of Palestinian oppression at the hands of the Israeli government. So, yeah, that means i got to go cut a baby's head off and murder a wife in front of her husband after raping her. The professors air their concerns about students being publicly shamed in docs doing to their opinions as well as facing retaliation from employers. I say bring it. Make it rain. Make it rain on them. It defends those who expressly have, have expressed empathy for the lives of and dignity of Palestinians as well as those who have signed a student written statement that situated the military action begun October 7th within the larger context of the occupation of Palestine. It's bullcrap. The letter argues that the student statement aims to recontextualize the events by pointing out the state violence did not begin with the Hamas attacks, but rather it represented a military response, no it wasn't, by a people who have endured crushing and unrelenting state violence from an occupying power for many years. No, they haven't. That's a lie. This is an old exchange from Alan Dershowitz. I'm not sure how old this is, but he had a little less gray. And he was being asked um, about... uh, uh, what exactly is uh, is going on uh, in Israel? Uh, here is uh, Alan Dershowitz uh, talking to uh, about Gaza and the Palestinians when he was confronted at Harvard on stage. Listen to his response.
2: The families in Gaza now rely on humanitarian aid. Why? Why? Yeah, they have nothing. They had an me. opportunity. Israel left. There were greenhouses. But may There I were
1: opportunities to develop an economy. The fact that they're all on damn welfare. Really shows something, and they're in refugee camps. That's all self-induced.
0: Huh? It's kind of like, like I don't know, Chicago.
1: Uh, my grandparents were internally displaced from Yafa to Nazareth and from Ein Harod to Bissam. Listen to this. Claim about property, it's a reasonable claim. Uh, Eight hundred thousand Jews have similar claims in Yemen, in Iraq, in Egypt. Over a million uh, sudeten Germans have claims like that. Pakistanis, Bangladeshians, and Indians have claims like that. Cypriots have claims like that. But in every other situation,
2: the refugees have moved on. There is in life a statute of limitations 60 years beyond 1948.
0: Get over it. Ooh, that's pretty bad. But that's what the left does. They want to blame you for something that happened decades ago or centuries ago. And that's what fuels their movement. It's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, I think I've I think I made all the comparisons I can make. This is Rob Schmidt talking about, uh, and this is really funny. The morons. It's the self-loathing left. And they literally, you've got like these groups, these uh, pride for Palestine, which is like, uh, you know, Turkey's uh, for Thanksgiving. It's so stupid. But here is uh, Rob Schmidt distilling these uh, morons.
2: And it's not just the LGBTQ mob, it's our universities, our media, and other bastions of left-wing radicalism in this country. In addition to Hamas, the West is up against an internal threat, a faction so obsessed with equity that it's cheering on its own self destruction and identifying with heathens who massacre and rape. Yeah, yeah. Hamas could never have dreamed that they'd see support like this I coming know, out of the I West. Know. Did you have any idea that you were surrounded by people that are this ideologically warped? Yeah. You probably knew our universities were very ugly, very Marxist, very backwards. But did you believe that we'd already built a Western suicide cult and it would be activated this quickly?
0: Yeah. Because it was planned. All of this was AstroTurf bought and paid for by, among others, George Soros. I proved that yesterday. Finally, on this topic, I want to wrap it up with this. Actor-director Eli Roth has sent a xenophilic message, it's not dirty, don't worry about it, uh, of support uh, to the Israeli Defense Forces amid its escalating counteroffensive against Hamas, referencing his, uh, her suit Nazi-hunting character in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Do you know who he played? The Bear Jew. He says, I want to say I am with you. The Bear Jew is with you. The inglorious bastards are with you. The mustache is short for mother bleeper. We are mother bleeping with you. For those of you who don't know who the Bear Jew is, listen.
1: Sergeant Donnie Donowitz. You might know him better by his nickname, Bear Jew. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Aldo the patch You got heard about the Bear
0: Jew.
3: I heard of the Bear Jew. What'd you hear? Beats
0: German soldiers with a club. He bashes the brains in with a baseball bat, what he does. <laughs> Werner, I'm going to ask you one last goddamn time. If you still respectfully refuse, yeah. I'll call him the bear Jew, Over. He's going to take that big bat of his, and he's going to beat your ass to death with it. There you go. Inglorious Bastards is a tough movie to watch, but certainly worth revisiting this week. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, my uh, comments on Matthew Perry. Uh, he was very influential in me, to me. I'm I'm not kidding. Could mass closings of pharmacies make fentanyl crisis worse? Experts warn good. the environment is creating a breeding ground for counterfeit laced pills. Yeah, when your CVS goes out of business because of theft, you know, or your or your Dwayne Reed in Manhattan, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go if you have an emergency? Well, the wellness company has created emergency medical kits for you because they recognize the times we live in. They also recognize, I don't know, what the government did to you during COVID by saying you couldn't take ivermectin, you couldn't get z you couldn't take hydroxychloroquine. All proved effective, by the way. But you can get those in one of these emergency medical kits, as long as well as uh, amoxicillin and other necessary meds that are hard to come by. And all you gotta do is go to this website. You're gonna save yourself 10% if you use my name, okay? Go to TWCHealth.com slash Carson it's for the wellness company all right the wellness company dr. Peter McCullough, one of the principals has put this together I've got my kit right here it's this nice little uh, zippered bag and it's got everything I need in here if there's an emergency if you have extra potable water if you have extra food in case there's an emergency if you have a generator you need an emergency medical kit and this is the one I would recommend Twc.health slash Carson. twchealth slash Carson the Wellness Company. Get your kit today. I, I want to dedicate this song to uh to another song. And if it makes you think This is in Australia, Australia, by the way. Last night. This sh- the show came around when I was 27, almost 28 years old. My wife and I had just met, and uh, Chandler's character, Matthew Perry's character, had a very big impact on me as a developing radio personality, uh, comedian, uh, voice actor, um, he changed a lot of things with his character. Uh, his character was exceptional. We hadn't seen somebody with this kind of comedic timing before. There have always been comedians on television. But he really changed a lot of things. I'm going to share a little bit more uh, on my experience why it was important. Uh, Friends was Gen X coming-of-age movie. It was when we'd gotten out of college and we were entering the workforce and we were still single. And then it grew into making families. I'm going to share more on this as the show progresses. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, second hour of the show Biden's 82,000 emails using a fake name. They're trying to take Trump off the ballot in Colorado and around the country. And New York City, you are so being screwed by illegal immigration. I'll break it down for you. Next hour, don't go anywhere.